Hi, welcome back to Litcentric Radio, the podcast that truly is a literacy coach in your pocket. I'm your host, Julie Webb. Did you know that you can download the lessons from Litcentric Radio to use in your classroom? Maybe you did, maybe you didn't, but I'm here to tell you, those lessons are so valuable. I've used every single one of them, and I know they make a big difference for kids. The lessons include text-dependent questions for you to use during your interactive read-aloud portion of the the lesson with the mentor text that we feature on the show, and the text-dependent questions can be printed right onto sticky notes that you can stick them right in your book, and you won't miss a beat while you're teaching. The lessons also have the bridge chart materials that I describe on the show, and even a photograph of an example of what the chart can look like, a real chart, which is really helpful, especially if you're kind of more visual like I am. Also, in every lesson, there's a specific writing task with the writing paper that students need so we can bring all of this work together and get their students to really share their thinking. So that's the entire purpose behind the lessons that we're doing, right? We want to help students process text effectively with one another, have meaningful discussions to create uh, those bridge charts in an interactive way so that they can see their thinking represented on that chart, and then to use that collective knowledge to then write as independently as possible and transfer that thinking into um, and apply it in new ways. That's really deep literacy work, and that's the type of work I really want to support here on the show. So if you're interested in work like that in your classroom, log on to Letcentric.com and click the shop tab. There's a link to the online store, and the lessons are all there in a growing bundle. And it's in the Letcentric Radio section of the store. The growing bundle right now is only $19. That's going to change in the future, however, so the sooner you the sooner you get in there, the better. It features every single lesson from season one, as well as every lesson up till now on season two. And I'll just keep adding lessons as long as the show's in existence, you're going to keep getting lessons. So purchasing those lessons one time means every lesson you get in the future is free for you. So it's a great deal. And more importantly, I really want to provide you with the resources you need to do this type of literacy work with your students. It matters so much. Take a look at the lessons on the shop tab, like I said. And if you look at episode one, that lesson's available to you for free. So click on it, download it, and take a look and try it out with your students and let me know how it goes. In today's episode, we're gonna take a look at biographical techniques with the text, What Athletes Are Made Of by Hannah Piven. Now, Mr. Piven was a new author to me a few years ago when I discovered this book, and he has several books like What Athletes Are Made Of. It's a really fun book to use to explore kind of biographies in a different way. He has a really unique way of uh, portraying these people on a much smaller scale than I think we're used to. It's a great book for showing how different techniques authors use uh, when they describe special people. And it goes beyond kind of that broader birth-to-death narrative structure that we're used to seeing in biographies. And as I said, it's on a much smaller scale But even though the text is maybe a paragraph or two long for each of the athletes, there's so many great biographical techniques being explored in there. Um, And they're great to show students how you can try these things out on a small scale, like in a, you know, in a paragraph and not maybe feel so overwhelmed by writing an entire biography, which many of our students haven't done yet before. Mr. Piven also does a really cool couple of things in the book. 
he actually starts with an important uh, section, really a message from the author to his readers. And he gives you an idea about why he wrote the book, who these people are, um, what makes them special, and even some of the things that don't make them so special. He's really honest about that, and I appreciate that, especially in an informational text like this. I like to hear from the author and understand his or her motivations and purpose for writing. The rest of the text features uh, specific athletes, men and women, all professional athletes, many, many you've heard before, even if you don't follow sports. For example, the first athlete is Muhammad Ali, so I think most of us have heard of him. And um, Mr. Piven has done a really cool job of not only writing some fantastic things about each person, um, but doing some kind of different presentation techniques. He does some different kind of summary synthesis techniques. He has a did you know section on each, um, you know, on each athlete. And the athlete themselves, is it's not a photograph of them. It's an artwork that the um, author has done. And he's done it with found objects. So, for example, um, Muhammad Ali's nose is actually made out of a little bell. And his mouth looks like one of those little, um, like a little horn that comes off a bicycle, you know? It's really neat. It's a mixture of paintings and found objects. And the presentation of these different athletes is really interesting. So well done, Hannah Piven. And uh, let's get into the text today. Let's take a look at what athletes are made of. All right, loyal listener, be straight with me. You haven't left a rating and review for Centric Radio yet, have you? I knew it. You're so busted. Well, all kidding aside, Litcentric Radio needs your five-star rating and review. And it really helps us to help other teachers find the show. It takes just less than a minute to do, and it would mean a lot. Especially if you're listening on your iPhone right now, hit pause and leave a rating and review. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Let's take a look at today's text, What Athletes Are Made Of. Now for this text, it's much longer than the text we usually read aloud here on Let's Centric Radio. And for that reason, I'm just going to read a few excerpts from the text so you get a sense of how the book works. Athletes are made of initiative. As a kid, Jackie Joyner-Kersey practiced the long jump at home, too shy to tell her coach that she wanted to try it. She brought sand back from the sandbox at the park to land in. When she did her first jump at the track, her coach yelled, do that again. In the 1988 Olympics, Joyner Kersey got a gold medal for the long jump and another for the heptathlon. Did you know that hepta means seven and athlon means contest? A heptathlon has seven events, long jump, high jump, shot put, javelin, hurdles, and two races. So here you get a sense of how the book is structured. We've got kind of a character trait or something interesting that sums up this particular athlete. We learn a little bit about who this athlete is, something remarkable about them. And then a did you know piece, either about the athlete, about you know their sport, something interesting to kind of tag along. Athletes are made of get up and go. During the 1936 Olympics in Berlin, Adolf Hitler was in power. He believed the Olympics would show that white, blonde, blue-eyed people were smarter, stronger, and better than people of color. But black athletes like Jesse Owens helped prove him wrong. Owens set two Olympic records and took home four gold medals. 
Did you know that it was hard for Owens to make a living in the United States as a black track and field star? He even raced against horses for money. So those are just a few examples from this text. There are many more. And even in the back of the book, the author has included um, the names and kind of miniature thumbnail photographs of uh, the athletes featured in the book and even a little bit more information about them. So it's a really well-rounded book. And I just love the idea that we can explore biography in kind of these micro micro ways, like little tiny mini lessons um, and can kind of unlock a whole genre for kids. So for today's bridge chart, we are going to focus on some specific techniques that this author used to bring people to life through the genre of biography. We're taking a look at four different techniques specifically, and each technique I've given a name to kind of sum up uh, what the author's done for that particular athlete in that particular description. One is called quote them. So as you're describing that person in your biography, you can quote them to help kind of bring them to life a little bit in the eyes of the reader. Another method is to add context. So in this case, for example, when we read about Jesse Owens, we understand that not only were his gold medals a real accomplishment just, you know, for the sake of it, they were even more important at that time because of Adolf Hitler's regime and what his message was to the world about people of color. So those gold medals become kind of even more important in the grand scheme of things. So adding context is something that's really critical when we're writing uh, biographies. Another technique I feature on the bridge chart is to describe an incident. And what students need to understand about uh, biographies, and one of the reasons they're so kind of special and unique, is that biographies are informational text, but they often use a narrative structure. As I mentioned earlier, we're, we usually start from, you know, this person was born here, and then we learn about their life story, and then they died here, right? Or if they're still living, you know, they talk about what they're doing today. And that really follows a sequential structure that we often have in, in narratives, and we're using a lot of narrative description when we're talking about this person and bringing them to life. And that's an interesting thing for kids to grapple with. It really is a hybrid genre between narrative writing and informational writing. And so describing an incident often happens, and it's the more narrative side of thing in biographies, like when we heard about Jackie Joyner Kersey when she was, um, you know, bringing all that sand home from the park so she could try out long-term for herself. The last one that I feature on this bridge chart is uh, demonstrate their character. And in the text, uh, uh, Mr. Piven actually chose these athletes for particular reasons, and he also tells us a little bit about some of them maybe don't have the greatest character, even though they may be an excellent athlete. And I really appreciate that he said that because um, oftentimes our students idolize athletes or famous people um, for maybe the talent that they have, but sometimes when they're away from the camera, maybe they don't make the best choices and maybe they're not the role model we're looking for. Not always. So in this case, um, I like that he mentions that ahead of time so that we can help students process that a little bit, especially our older students who maybe can understand that a little bit better. But in this case, for demonstrate their character, um, a good one that I think um, stands out nicely in this book is the Annika Sorumstam uh, piece that we read when she was the first woman in more than 50 years to play in a golf tournament against men. I actually remember that 
Um, it says back in 2003, I remember that being on, um, on TV and on the news and what a big deal that seemed at the time. And her remarkable, um, you know, kind of style and, and cool demeanor and how she handled that really with um, a lot of grace was really remarkable. And so demonstrating their character is something kind of cool that, that he brings out in this book. Now, in this bridge chart, what I've done and what's in the lesson available to you if you purchase that through thatcentric.com is um, these four examples of quote them, add context, describe an incident, and demonstrate their character. I've taken um, part of the text and quoted that from, uh, from what athletes are made of and provided that to you so that you can um, add that to the chart and show students um, what the author has done, which technique he's used on each of these paragraphs. And I encourage you to actually highlight the specific text in that paragraph that is um, representative of that technique. So for example, again, in the Annika Sorenstam example of demonstrating character, um, I'm not highlighting the entire paragraph. I'm just highlighting a couple portions. For example, um, the quote, from the book that says, the first woman in more than 50 years to play in a golf tournament against men. That's an example of her character. Later, I highlight Sorenstam just played her best. Again, reinforcing her character. And finally, she impressed everyone with her cool, calm style. Once again, demonstrating her character. So we're trying to show students here that this is a particular technique being used in this paragraph, and we're highlighting exact language that the author has crafted to achieve that goal. I encourage you to take a good look at this text and others by, uh, by Hannah Piven. He has some really cool, like I said, cool illustrations, some excellent writing, and a really fun way to dabble in biography, probably in ways that students haven't even tried before. Thank you so much for your continued listening to Centric Radio. Share the show with your teacher friends, and we'll see you next time. Have a great day at school.